When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hi, this is Tom Cock. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Today, a discussion about our friends at Vanguard. And I say our friends because for so many years, if you called us and said, I have this amount of money. I don't need a lot of help. I just need to get an account set up. I want to use an inexpensive index fund. Well run. We would send you to Vanguard. Now, recently we added in, you could do Fidelity. We'll talk about that in a minute. And we're now going to give you some options at Charles Schwab as well. Why are we going to do that? Well, we have no allegiance to Vanguard. We use some of their funds in our clients' portfolios. Vanguard, frankly, has been the leader in indexing because going back to the mid-70s when John Bogle started the first index fund, the S&P 500, Bogle's Folly, they really have been the leader. Really, now, though, they're not in terms of cost and in terms of the types of funds. And then, recently, we've just been hearing these little whispers about problems they've been having. Got a note from Bill recently. He said, on a recent podcast, someone suggested Vanguard's customer service has declined. I've been a Vanguard customer for over 35 years. Based on recent experiences, I can confirm, quote, yes, Vanguard's customer service has declined. And he goes into an example about moving some money from an IRA uh, at the thrift savings uh, to the IRA from the thrift savings plan and trying to move some money around and having a lot of trouble with checks not being deposited quickly. Bill, I apologize for sort of paraphrasing this because he's a listener and that the service was not very good. In fact, pretty bad. So I went online and started reading around and I always take these things with a grain of salt because generally the people that write these have had a negative experience. The people that have had a positive experience most oftentimes don't bother to put things on the internet, but there were some patterns developing Someone wrote, started working with Vanguard, trying to set up a high wealth account two months ago, was informed that an investment between 1 million and 5 million qualified me to be part of a flagship group with a team of professionals handling my account and access. After two months dealing and waiting for personal service, I received a message on the site of what my account should look like. Not only did it have all the income sources incorrect, but they put in place a cookie cutter plan that you could get in a handbook. Another person wrote, I retired from the federal government and wanted to transfer my 401k to Vanguard after sending me an email that stated all my paperwork had been processed and mailed to TSP, the thrift savings plan. I received an email that the transfer was canceled. Person handling my transfer was in training and no one could help me. Received several emails saying it had been canceled, unresolved. Then another person wrote, Vanguard's customer service that I always believed to be the model for the industry is now horrible and probably the worst in the industry. Current wait times to speak to an agent are in excess of 15 minutes, even before COVID. Vanguard 
should not offer options trading if basic functions cannot be completed online. Well, I don't think Vanguard should do options trading anyway, but that's a separate part of the conversation. So when we hear these things, yeah, we hear you. We pay attention. And as I said, our recommendations on the website are now going to include three places you can go buy inexpensive index funds and do it quickly. I'll talk about that in just a moment. But before we get to that, let's talk about why we care. What is it about Vanguard that has attracted us? What is it you should know about them? Well, I think the first thing you should know is Vanguard is now huge. Vanguard was kind of the upstart, right? Remember, everybody was doing active management of mutual funds and buying stocks and all that stuff. And Vanguard all along said, you just need an index. John Bogle uh, talking about the future said, nobody knows nothing. Best ways to diversify, keep your costs low. Vanguard did that very well, very well, to the point where they have over $6.5 trillion under management today, and they work with somewhere around 30 million investors. That is huge. And remember, they do this as a co-op. This is a not-for-profit organization. This is not like Fidelity. This is not like Schwab. Fidelity, of course, owned by the Johnson family. Schwab owned by its shareholders. At Vanguard, the people that invest in the funds are owners, and every fund has to basically break even. Now, that leads to, I think, difficulties in planning a business. Fidelity can see that they're growing quickly and they can add people and and deal with that. And I'm not saying anything about Fidelity's customer service because I don't know. Um, Schwab could do the same thing. Vanguard's in a little bit different, awkward sort of position because they can't add in those until those revenues are there. So, that troubles me. Vanguard in recent years has added additional services, both their their advisory service where they will show you, as the guy said, how to build a cookie cutter portfolio, give you advice on buying homes, other things. They've also veered a bit from what John Bogle really wanted them to be. They've got alternative funds, other stuff that I just don't think they should do. That's, a, again, a separate conversation. But they've added services, sort of drifted away from where they started, from what their background truly is. So that means we need to be prepared to offer you alternatives. And yes, you can go get a very, and build, you can get great index funds and build a pretty simple portfolio at both Fidelity and at Schwab. And actually you can do it cheaper. If you're just looking for inexpensive index funds, you can do it cheaper at both of those places. Wow, I mean, Fidelity has has an international index fund that is less than half as much as Vanguard's. Now, we're still talking like pennies on the dollar here for the operation of the fund. Very inexpensive, but you could get it cheaper at Fidelity and at Schwab. So let's talk about if you're going to use Vanguard, what I think you should use them for. I think still for do-it-yourself investors, I know the fund I want to buy. Vanguard's very good at that. You can go online, open an account, buy the fund. Pretty simple. I and, and by the way, as I mentioned, you could do the same at Fidelity and Schwab. I don't know, again, how easy it is to do all this at Fidelity, but I know it is at Schwab. And you can get those funds, three funds you're going to need, by the way, at both Fidelity and at Schwab. And we're going to put up a three-fund Vanguard portfolio that allows you to be globally diversified, very low cost, and you can mix your stock-to-bond ratio. But still, if you're a do-it-yourself investor, I think Vanguard going to do a very fine job. If you want advisor work, 
You want somebody to build portfolios. You want someone to create a plan. You want someone to hold your hand. You want someone to be there all the time. I don't think Vanguard's your place for that. I think the 30 basis points advisory service, while it's grown, grown very quickly, it generally won't help people the way people need to be helped, especially in times like March when stocks decline. I think another area really Vanguard still excels at is their bond funds. We use uh, a Vanguard, two Vanguard municipal bond funds that are very, very good. They're well diversified. They're relatively safe. They don't take risk and they're very inexpensive. I think this is an area where you should consider them. But again, when you're thinking about Vanguard, consider the following. They are no longer, and you have to be honest with yourself, and we've taken the easy path for many, many years, just saying go to Vanguard for index funds. They're no longer the leader there because both Fidelity and Schwab can give you very similar type of funds at a lower cost, right? Again, that competition makes a big difference. And here's the other thing to consider. I think in this business, in the asset management, financial planning business, if you can't offer great service, I don't know what you can offer because nobody, John Bogle's right, knows nothing about the future. So we can't tell you, Gus, go do this and that will assure your future returns. Nobody knows nothing about that. We can't put you in the right stocks to get you the best return over the long haul. We can look back, but as our friend Paul Merriman says, there's no risk in the past, it's the future. So therefore, every one of these financial advisory firms or mutual fund firms should make service paramount. They don't. They think you don't care. And from reading your comments, I think you do. Vanguard's still a very fine fund family, but they're now not alone in offering uh, these index funds that you could use to be diversified. And if they're having service issues, that may make their future more difficult. Thanks for listening. By the way, we're always here to offer you help. If you need it, you can simply go to talkingrealmoney.com and ask for a free meeting, no obligation, no sales pitch anytime as we want you to get this right as well. Thanks for joining me on Talking Real Money. purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. You know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.